Hello dear listener and welcome to Marriage the Godly Institution podcast. My name is Joy and I'm also the author of the book Marriage the Godly Institution. Through this podcast, I'm bringing you the content of my book. Each episode will cover a new chapter. I hope you will like it. In our previous episode, we looked at a wife as the third pillar of a marriage. Today we shall look at separation and divorce and under separation and divorce we shall start by looking at the causes of separation and divorce. God hates separation and divorce because it interferes with God's purpose for the husband, wife and children. This is why he gives guidelines on how a marriage needs to be run. A husband is the head of the wife and each one of them has roles to play with God as the overseer over the marriage. Separation and divorce take place when a husband and a wife fail to play their roles. Why do people separate or divorce? Number 1, unfaithfulness. God dislikes sexual immorality. God's plan is for every man to have his wife and every wife to have a husband so that their sexual needs are met. 1 Corinthians 7:2 says, "But because there is so much sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman should have her own husband. The wife's body belongs to the husband and the husband's body belongs to the wife. They are one flesh." and they need not deprive each other of their sexual needs. 1 Corinthians 7:4 says, "The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. The wife and husband have to satisfy each other's sexual needs without excuses." 1 Corinthians 7:3 says the husband should fulfill his wife's sexual needs and the wife should fulfill her husband's needs there is no other way they can satisfy their sexual needs if not through immorality men were created to love and their eyes do not get tired of looking at ladies however smart men have self control and even when they come into contact with beautiful ladies they choose to walk in obedience and not subject their eyes to lust women on the other hand were created to possess a woman cannot willingly agree to share her man with another woman to avoid unfaithfulness in a marriage a husband and a wife should tirelessly satisfy each other's sexual needs number 2 physical and emotional abuse a woman was made from man hence considered a weaker vessel and needs to be treated with care first peter 3:7 says husbands in the same way be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker partner as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers a man who values himself does not push beat and throw his wife out of the house a woman needs peace when she is denied this peace because of the way she is treated daily she might end up getting into depression or even develop other diseases such as high blood pressure acidity among others husbands have to treat their wives with a lot of kindness and humility 
The word of God says in Colossians 3.19, Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. When physical and emotional abuse become uncontrollable in marriage, the affected partner may choose to leave and settle the matter with older people. To avoid separation and divorce, physical and emotional abuse should be avoided by strictly adhering to God's law in marriage. Number three, irresponsibility. One of the duties of a man is to provide for his family. During the wedding ceremony, the parents of the bride hand over their daughter to the husband. A husband is never handed over to the wife. When the parents hand over their daughter to the husband, they are simply telling the man, we have been taking care of her. Now the responsibility is handed over to you today. In case the man becomes jobless and the wife sees that he struggles by all means to provide for his family, however little he gets, it is acceptable. However, Conflict will arise when a man who has all the ability to provide for his family fails to do so. The word of God says in 1 Timothy 5.8, But those who won't care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. A woman's money belongs to her. But a husband's money belongs to both. Most women opt to move out of a marriage when a man spends his money elsewhere and leaves the burden of providing in the home to the woman. To avoid separation and divorce, men should take over their responsibility of provision. Number four, lack of submission. Two bosses cannot stay in the same house. A husband is a ruler over his wife and a wife needs to be subjective to the husband. Conflict arises when the wife wants to overpower the man. A controlling wife pushes away the husband from his family. A husband enjoys going to a home where he feels loved and respected. When a home turns into a miserable place, he will only come to sleep, very late to avoid quarrels, then leave very early to go and work. This is the beginning of trouble. He will eventually start going to where he feels respected. To keep husbands at home and avoid separation and divorce, a wife needs to respect the husband so that he feels he is the head of the family. If a husband and a wife remain committed to their marriage roles and commit their marriage before God in prayer consistently, then there will be no room for separation and for divorce. What does God say about separation? In most cases, wives get tired of staying in a stressful marriage environment. They move out in the name of taking a break. A wife is urged not to separate from her husband. Marriage is a covenant. During the initiation of the covenant, vows were made and the vows need to be honored. Before a husband and wife choose to separate, they need to consult God first and seek his intervention. However, if the wife is physically abused, her safety is important and she has no option but to leave. Her leaving at this point is not to remarry but to give room for the violent man to go through counseling and healing before they reconcile. 1 Corinthians 3 
sorry, 7, 10 to 11 says, but for those who are married, I have commanded that comes not from me, but from the Lord. A wife must not leave her husband, but if she does leave him, let her remain single or else be reconciled to him. And the husband must not leave his wife. A wife is bound by law to her husband. Even if she separates, she cannot remarry. She is only allowed to remarry when her husband dies. Imagine of a young wife, the age of 34 years, for example, separating from her husband. If she does not reconcile with the husband, the law forces her to stay single for as long as the legal husband lives. This is so frustrating and maybe this is why God does not advocate for a separation. Romans 7 2 to 3 says, for example, when a woman marries, the law binds her to her husband as long as he is alive. But if he dies, the law of marriage no longer applies to her. So while her husband is alive, she would be committing adultery if she married another man. But if her husband dies, she is free from that law and does not commit adultery when she remarries. In case the husband dies and she decides to get married to another man, she should get married to a God-fearing man. 1 Corinthians 7.39 says, A wife is bound to her husband as long as he lives. If her husband dies, she is free to marry anyone else she wishes, but only if he loves the Lord. Before a husband and a wife think of separating or divorcing, they should remember they are one flesh. Their parting separates one joined flesh into two which is against God's will. Matthew 19.6 says, Since there are no longer two but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. A man who divorces his wife did not love her from the beginning because genuine love does not fail. It means the man has lost hope in God who has the power to defend, strengthen, and restore marriages. A man who divorces his wife is considered full of hate and cruelty. Malachi 2.16 says, For the man who does not love his wife but divorces her, says the Lord, the God of Israel, covers his garment with violence, says the Lord of hosts. So guard yourselves in your spirit and do not be faithless. A man who chooses to divorce his wife opens a door for the devil to use him to promote sexual immorality. The divorced wife might be tempted, and in case she remarries, she has committed adultery because she's still someone's wife. The man who marries her commits adultery because she's someone's wife. The husband who divorces his wife might also be tempted to remarry, which is committing adultery. The woman who gets to a married to a divorced man also commits adultery. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. That is found in Matthew 5, 32. A husband and wife should play their roles respectively. The word of God says in Ephesians 5, 33, Nevertheless, 
Let each one of you in particular so love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. Challenges will not fail in marriage, but a couple needs to have hope in God. Be patient with one another and pray for their marriage. The word of God says in Romans 12:12, be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, and faithful in prayer. God does not forsake anyone who seeks and waits upon him in prayer. He shows forth his goodness to him and causes him or her to be glad and rejoice. Psalms 40:16 says, "But many, but may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, the Lord is great. Divorce and separation may look like the only solution to a troubled marriage. This is not right because it only makes matters worse. It is difficult for most people to remain single after divorce or separation. They remarry after some time. Brethren, if the first marriage did not work, the possibility of the second marriage failing is very high. Challenges in marriage are not meant to destroy us, but to build us. God can choose to use either spouse to bring a change in marriage. He makes the spouse troublesome to change the other partner in virtues such as patience, perseverance, amongst others. Running away from challenges is running away from growth. Challenges are like exams. When they come our way and we refuse to accept them, learn from them and move forward, we remain at the same level for a very long time. When one does a grade three exam, for example, and fails, changing schools does not help. Even if one changes school, he or she will be given a grade 3 exam to see if they qualify for grade 4. Which one is easier? Changing school and start adapting to the new environment, pupils, teachers, and still do the same exam? Or accepting that you have failed, repeat grade and exam, seek help, and move to the next level? Marriage is a covenant. You cannot move into another covenant of marriage when the first covenant is still active. Counseling a marriage covenant is next to impossible. No priest will agree to accept to separate two people that have been already joined into one flesh, knowing well that the word of God says that what God has joined together, no one should separate. When a husband and wife are joined as one flesh, they enter into a soul tie. While in the second marriage, if they choose to remarry after divorce, the divorced wife or husband will go through periods of love and hate. The soul tie troubles the divorced partner to the extent of hating the new partner. The second marriage is troubled and the divorcee starts regretting why he or she got divorced. In the case of a prayerful divorcee, the soul tie becomes very active when he or she relaxes in prayer and dormant when the partner is much into prayer. The vows that were made in the first marriage haunt the divorcee in the second marriage. This is the reason God dislikes separation and divorce. The problem is not solved but made even worse. God is after godly children. When a divorcee remarries, and they give birth to other children. The children are innocent, but they have been brought into this world 
outside the will of God. God cannot give you a package you cannot carry. He will always make a way of escape. 1 Corinthians 10:13 says, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. I hope you enjoyed this part of my book. If you found it helpful, send me a message and please let me know. In our next episode, we shall look at separation and divorce part two. And under separation and divorce part two, we shall look at partnership with God. Thank you for listening.